Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports. I am Mike, with me as always is Scott, Joe back there behind the computers. This is Craft Root Sports, Scott, you ready to tap this cake of sports knowledge? Yeah. Deal. Okay, cool. All right. How you feeling, man? I'm good, man. Long vacation this week. No work. It's been great. Just me and the kids banged up my foot, sliding into the bottom of my couch. Got a little limp. It's awesome. Hashtag dad life. Yep. <laughs> was going after them because they were arguing over a toy, and I was sick of hearing about it. Slid right into the bottom of the couch and jacked my foot up. <laughs> the best was when they started laughing because they thought I was uh, joking around, hobbling in pain. Lots of swearing. Did they learn some new words after that one? They've already learned None them. that they haven't yeah, heard yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Joe, how you feeling, bro? What to do, baby? <laughs> Joe's feeling good. Uh, well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, shout out 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Uh, if you guys are listening in on 12 Ounce Sports Radio, feel free to hit up the drunk line throughout the show. Uh, text us 44037DRUNK. Any questions, anything you guys want to talk about. And shout out to everybody on the Facebook Live feed. Go and share that out. Let your friends know that we are live. Uh, we got a guest in the studio tonight. It's a, it's a special night. It's been a while since we've had a guest in the studio. Hanging out with us tonight, Jay Levinson from Urban Artifact. Jay, how's it going, man? Really good. Glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, so as you guys know, we're doing a partnership with Urban Artifact throughout the month of August. We're doing, uh, we're immersing ourselves in sour beer, just forcing ourselves to enjoy this. Titties deep in sour beer. <laughs> forcing, yeah. <Did> we just, <laughs> well, this, struggling through the sour beer. It's, it's <laughs> been interesting, man. We, uh, we, the, uh, the first sour beer we had on the show, actually, I think we had a couple we realized like late, like or yeah. early on in the show, we were like, oh, we did have sour beers. The, the ghosts. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, um, the but recently we, we had like Haterade and Icy. Uh, yep. So those were like kind of dipping the toes in the water. And then last week we were like, we're going full go. It's, it's sour beer with Urban Artifact. Uh, so thank you for coming in, man, and hanging out with us. We really yeah, appreciate it. No problem. Uh, how long have you been with Urban Artifact? Um, it's about like a January of 2018. Okay. So All right. So a decent a amount half. of time. You're you're feeling really immersed in uh in the in yeah, the urban so artifact I worked, culture. I came from Cavalier Distributing, which is the distributor that sold Urban Artifact. So um, that can still does sell Urban Artifact. So um, I've been selling them, and I've known the owners and, and been there since before they opened. Um, because we from day one Cavalier distributed their beer, and I worked for Cavalier. So I sold. I've been selling their beer since they opened. Um, 
but now I'm just only selling their beer. Cutting out the middleman, going right Cutting to the, the source. Cutting out the middleman, directly to the source, and it's a lot more fun on this side, I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, is it? Is it uh, when you're working for a brewery, is it as loose as it feels like it, it could be? Because I always feel like working for a brewery, yeah, you got some pressure because you, you got to, you know, obviously make quotas and, and sell your stuff, but at the end of the day, you're working for a brewery. Yeah, you know, it's... It's definitely not, you know, people have this idea that like, oh man, that's what, and it, especially now, you know, like with all these breweries popping up in, in Cincinnati and stuff, it, half the guys you talk to them, it's like, well, you know, I was working for Procter & Gamble as like a chemical engineer and I just, you know, I was 55 and I was like, man, this sucks. It would, wouldn't it be fun to open a brewery? I made one gallon of beer in my basement. Um, and let's, let's put – let's get, go to the bank and get put my whole house on the line and my 401k and – uh, make a couple amber ales that people don't want. Uh, it's it, it's it's I definitely. I feel like you have somebody specific in mind with that. No, too. no, Keeping just, it really <laughs> real with the home brews, man. No, I love just it. there's a lot of there's a lot of people opening up breweries these days that, that don't really know what they're doing, and uh, it's kind of detrimental to the industry, honestly, because you know it's so expensive to go buy beer, right? And a lot of people don't know, so you see something on the shelf and you go get it, and it's super expensive. You buy it, you take it home, and you crack it, and it's bad. So then people are like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't, this crap beer thing, I don't know, I'm going to go back to Bud Light. So at least I know it's going to taste like shit all the time. <laughs> that's, of, that, that ham's well, life. That's, that's, how, uh, yeah. that's how a buddy of mine is. He, he always makes fun of me for it. He's like, oh, you pay $13 for a beer, and you get it's, it's not even any good. I'll just stick with what I know. And I'm like, I mean, that's fine. You, you know, More for make, me, I guess. Well, not only that, I mean, it's like McDonald's caters to everyone every now and right, then. You right. enjoy a good burger that, you know, was handmade. And not on a you know factory line. So yeah. <laughs> well, well there's a time and place. We appreciate you coming in. Let's uh, let's get into Would You Rather because I got a lot of questions for you uh, specifically about Urban Artifact and these sour beers. Uh, but let's get into Would You Rather, Scott. Why don't you hit us up with uh, the question for this week? All right, our Would You Rather for this week was inspired by a friend of the show, Matt Barr, who uh, wanted to know something about Mike Tyson, but we thought it was a little bit too easy, so we adjusted it. But uh, both of them, in their prime, would you rather brag about taking a punch from Mike Tyson and not going down, or bragging about taking a roundhouse kick from Jean-Claude Van Damme and not going down as well? Full disclosure, I'm bragging like heck about both of these. Like, there is no doubt in my mind that either of these is a cool thing to brag about. Dude, I brag about fights in school or with my brother, (laughs) so there's no doubt I'm bragging about either one of these. And even if I go down, if I live to tell about it, I'm still (laughs) bragging about it. So the initial question that Matt had was, would you rather take a punch from Tyson or uh, take a a punch from Tyson once or talk like him for the rest of your life? And we felt like that was going to be too easy. Everybody was going to pick talk like him because even if you take a punch from him, you're probably going to end up talking like him for the rest of your life. So Or dead. Might as well just talk like <laughs> him and not have to get punched to, to get through that. Uh, so we, we tweaked it a little bit. Uh, Jay, how do you feel about this one? Which one are you leaning towards? I mean, you know, Mike Tyson, for me, it, it's just like he's such a big sl- – especially standing up, taking a punch – Stand, you know, staying standing. I think that's for me. That's the more impressive of the two. I would rather be able to to brag about that. That's where I'm leaning to, and I think the the question is kind of weird because like Derek jumped in right away and was like, scientifically, uh, you you don't want to take a kick, but everybody's gonna say you'd rather take the kick, and it's like, well, no, but which one do you want to brag about? Yeah, like, and and the fact that everybody would want to take the kick tells you you would want to brag about taking the punch from Tyson, no doubt. <laughs> Uh, are you are you on board with this one, Scott? You uh, you want to brag about the punch? Man's got multiple video games to his name. Of course, <laughs> I'm taking a punch from Tyson if I get to live to tell the story. 
Joe, are you going to weigh in on this one? Are you going to wait? We'll see what America has not, to say. Not even Alan Always. from Hangover can brag because he went down. So. He did go down. That's I mean, right. I forgot about that. You got clout on him. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this beer because it's been sitting here. It smells fantastic, and I can't wait to drink this one. Uh, this is First Pour brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Look, we got the hookup for you guys. Just go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft. Get 10% off your entire order. That's it. No need to use a code. Nothing crazy. Just use that link and get 10% directly off your order dugoutmugs.online slash craft uh jay why don't you tell us about this beer that we are drinking tonight that you brought for us so graciously so centerpiece is the august seasonal midwest fruit tart um this is a style of beer that we made up uh because uh, (laughs) there is literally nothing at all like this uh previously made um you know, a lot of other breweries like Platform and uh, some other ones have tried to kind of copy um, this style and they call it like an Imperial Berliner Weiss with fruit. But um, Midwest Fruit Tart, and I've heard it now, people really digging. They kind of dropped the Midwest part because no one likes the Midwest. But, but people <laughs> – It's fair. I don't but, like the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. But, but people call them fruit tarts now. Um, and, and that's still a win. We'll take that. So, um, But yeah, this is – you know what. It, Basically, the style is anything that's like seven and a half to kind of nine and a half, ten percent alcohol. Um, so high alcohol, um, and then a minimum of two thousand pounds of, of whole real fruit. Uh, we're really, really big on using real fruit. Um, there's a lot of uh, breweries that use uh, artificial or even natural flavorings, um, and ultimately, the reason why they do that. Uh, is because it's cheap. It's significantly cheaper. It's got to be way cheaper. It's way cheaper. Uh, And that goes down to just a lot of people, uh, you know, beer at the end of the day is still a business and a lot of these folks out there are just doing stuff. But ultimately craft beer in our minds is something where, you know, let's make the best product possible uh, and then we'll figure out the profitability later. Where do you guys get the uh, fruit from? A whole different number of places. Uh, we have a, a really good relationship with our, our fruit wholesalers because obviously we buy a, a lot of fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're uh, at like 375,000 pounds so far Okay, used. Nice. Um, that's a lot of fruit. Yeah, that's a ton of fruit. Uh, I have to imagine like the, the brewery is just like it flies everywhere just like trying Actually, to get – I have no idea why, but we fruit. don't really. Really? We really I don't know why. I mean, Man, you I get think bananas we should. in my house for 5 minutes and I That's what, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we get them in we get them in drums um, you know, and they, it, by the time we're using it, usually it's like just in the process of of like fully thawing out and they're closed until we open it. So it's closed. Okay. So we right, open it up and then we just use it, uh, right, you know, right tubes in. to transfer it into gotcha. the into okay. the tank. Um and so, you know, it's 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 still fresh. No 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 bugs. <laughs> no, no flies. But the brewery I mean, yeah, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to like in, imply that there were like bugs. In Not like beer, in the yeah. studio with the right. fly flying yeah, around yeah, in yeah, here. Yeah. I meant just like yeah, there's fruit. Like I've been to grocery stores where I'm like, good lord, I got to get out of the produce section. Yeah, it's actually it's like no one's ever brought that up before. <laughs> um, but like it's weird because like the, we have like garage doors in the back of it, and the brewery does not have air conditioning, so they're always open. Um, Man, but I guess even the flies, it's too hot for them too. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so how do you feel about this beer? Like it, personally, is this where does this rank on Urban Artifacts beers for you? Um, you know, this one for me, this is a new one. We've never done centerpiece before. Um, you know, we continue to, to try and innovate and, and do new things and new flavors to keep people interested and, and keep stuff fresh and new. Um, 
pineapple strawberry is a great for me personally you know people ask me all the time oh what's your favorite one what's your and ultimately it's just personal preference like what fruit do you like better you know some people are like i hate bananas or i love yeah. raspberries or i like you know orange or i like this and ultimately it just comes down to personal preference of like what fruit you like best people um, who hate bananas they suck actually you'd be surprised every time we put banana really? in something people are like i taste it it's gross i hate bananas it's like <laughs> bananas we only use bananas really actually for mouthfeel because it makes it creamier and it makes mm. it um we thick, almost like smoothie <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was actually going to ask you when you're breaking down. I was like, "What about the mouthfeel?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, but seriously, we do that. But for that, it's not really like bananas in general don't taste like a lot. I just gonna say, especially I think real it, bananas, like banana runs, maybe. But so like, for somebody to have the, <laughs> the strong runs. opinion that they hate bananas, like, Ugh, it's I hate weird. It. It's also weird to me. You know, you know, I'll be at tastings all the time selling you know fruited beer and stuff, and you know, there's always this thing where, like we kind of joke at the brewery where you know all the the guys will take a sip and go. My wife would love this, you know, <laughs> as if like, you know, you can't have fruit. Yeah. Like, oh man, we can't have fruit. Yeah, I don't yeah, drink yeah, no fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2019, still drink shaming out here. Still yeah. drink shaming. Yeah. It's weird. As if like you didn't have juice for breakfast or something. Like, <laughs> as if like it's impossible for men to like fruit. Like, yeah. oh, they just get scurvy no, or something. We just have you know? to chew on rusty pennies. That, that really is the, the thing though. It's, oh, you got fruit in your beer. And I'm like, what is wrong with that? Yeah. It's, but, it's like a terrible thing. Like, oh, more good. ingredients Same. in my beer is good things there's nutrients and vitamins in there <laughs> same guys are drinking white claws <laughs> yeah. at home by themselves i don't want real yeah. fruit i want fruit flavor there's a difference i'll drink kool-aid that's cool i don't want real fruit trying to trick me into eating healthy and stuff uh robert taylor chiming in uh saying i hate the midwest and i've never been there thanks robert appreciate that uh and then <laughs> jenny is already on it jenny uh jenny asking if i'm supposed to be drinking something i look thirsty yes jenny i will be paying up on the bet uh, that i lost that we both lost hang on let me preface that i did not lose this bet i shouldn't be punished for this one but i'll take my punishment i'll do it as a twitter video after this show i'll tweet at mia khalifa and then i'll put up my my video. What's um, happening with Mia Khalifa? What are we talking about? Uh, uh, he likes Mia Khalifa. I lost, well, that's clear. I, I lost a bet <laughs> on the show. Or I, I picked a game incorrectly. I, we had a punishment dartboard, and I threw it a dartboard, and I have to tweet at Mia Khalifa every week for a year and tell her how much I love her. Okay. And a year is a really long time. That's a lot of <laughs> – it's a lot of uh, – Tweets. Yeah, I'm like 33 in right now, and I'm like, this has got to be over soon. Yeah. <laughs> I have okay. so many more to do. Especially uh, with, you know, coming out with their pay scale and all that kind of stuff that just came out. Yeah, it's it's very timely this week. You're uh, going to have to tell her you'll help support. Everybody me. tagged me in that story. <laughs> everybody, I'm getting <laughs> tweets that are like, at Mike Brown. I'm like, you don't even tweet at me any other time. This is the oh, I didn't even think you followed me. They're concerned about your relationship with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I lost to Jenny. Jenny and I bet on the Hell is Real match between FC Cincinnati and Columbus. Uh, she's a big Columbus supporter, and uh, now I have to do a fire and ice. So I got to do a fireball. Loudbeard's excited for it. Yeah. Well, it, I wasn't really that worried about it. And then Fireball tweeted at me out of the blue and was like, that was a good one. Step your game up, Mike. That and I'm was like, funny. What? There's a lot of pressure on this. Clout. Clout. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pressure on this one. Uh, anyways, we didn't even talk. Uh, Scott, your initial thoughts on this beer. Oh, this is great. It's uh, really see, good. I love strawberries. Strawberries are my favorite fruit, and I tasted it immediately when we uh, – I took my first sip. All pineapple, and I love it. It's, that's all I taste and, is the pineapple. <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. I mean, you being here or not, I just give my honest opinion about this is the first one outside of the uh, icy. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I got to have this again. Yeah, this is yeah. this is super good. Uh, Joe, you want to give us your deep in-thought analysis? It's on good. Centerpiece? Fantastic. Uh, let's move on to Upper Deck. 
Uh, Scott, why don't you tell people about Minute Maid tickets? Yeah, I'm going to try to do that and uh, nail it again, right? Yep. It's, uh, Upper Deck tickets you, brought to you by Minute Man tickets. And we love Minute Man. They're Ohio guys and they're sports fans just like all of us, and they, they're not going to bother screwing you guys over. Like other ticketing places, no matter what you're looking for, football, baseball, hockey, theater, rib cook-offs, doesn't matter. Minuteman's got it all. Hit them up, minutemantickets.com, or call them at 614-943-3000. Avoid all the fees, and tell them about where you heard them from right here on Crap Root Sports. I'd give that a, a B plus. It wasn't as good as last yeah, week. Yeah, not as good as last week. Did, I, did not stick the dismount. No, yeah. it was good, though. I, I, I it did, was good. I it did was, the little shuffle. Yeah, you no. came in you came in strong, and then you bailed on it. Yeah, uh, another that's three fine. years, that's you'll nail it. <laughs> <laughs> mm, maybe. That's being generous. All right, kicking off Upper Deck with an old uh, local name, because uh, he can't ever keep his name out of the headlines if he can do anything to help it. Chad Johnson's back in the news this week, telling Andrew Luck that if he wants to heal up, uh, he should soak in warm urine. Yeah. <laughs> Says that oh, uh, he did that during his career and he was never injured, which I'm pretty sure is a lie because I'm... I remember, remember him being, being hurt, hurt, but I don't remember him being hurt for extended period of time. Though. Right, I mean, he wasn't Andrew Luck hurt, maybe, but... I think he had turf toe a lot like Antonio Brown. I was like, oh, my toe hurts. Yeah, he should <laughs> can't run. Him and... <laughs> Should be putting in more pee. That's the problem. <laughs> well, this immediately reminded me of the old <laughs> keeping your hands soft and batting. Do you remember when Moises Alou said that he used to piss on his hands because he went no batting gloves and to keep I his hands soft? I do remember that. He would yes. piss on his hands. Yeah. So that was immediately what came to mind when I heard this story. But uh, he, Chad Johnson, also tweeted out that he'd give Antonio Brown his 2010 helmet if the Raiders agreed to sign him to a deal. If he did it. Which ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Nobody's trying. I'm like, I, if I was the Raiders, I would have tweeted back, "Yeah, if we're getting the 2010 version of uh, Chad Johnson, we'd be interested. If not, no, no thanks." I just want to know what Mayock and Gruden said when they saw that tweet come through, because you know they were like, "Gruden's not on Twitter." No, but somebody told him about it. Oh, okay. He does he know what Twitter is though? Yeah, he kind of knows. Okay. Hey guys, knock knock on wood if you're with me on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> May- Mayock knows. I'm sure Mayock's forward, but I, I feel like Gruden's too too in the deep. Jay, there. you've been watching Hard Knocks. No. Oh, man. It is. You guys and your fancy HBO. And... <laughs> I don't have it. I no, stole I a login. I, I stole yeah, a login. No, we all steal logins. <laughs> what are we talking about? Y'all have my login. There's no stealing. I gave it to you. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But also, I think we glossed over the fact that he soaked in urine way too quickly. You guys wanted to talk about home. This man soaked in urine? A yeah, lot. But did he, though, or did he just say that, though? I don't know. It's like the shock value of like him just trying to like grab at straws for people to be like, pay attention to me. I was actually more like focused when I initially read the story that it said warm urine as opposed to, you know, the freezing cold urine that you would otherwise fresh urine. (laughs) It can't be using yesterday's urine. It's right out of the body. Go, 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 go. Versus, or maybe, you know, you piss in a a gallon container and put it in the fridge, save it, and then you nuke it. But that's what I'm trying to figure out. Heat it up on the stove. That's what I'm trying to figure out though. He said his lower extremities, which is more than just like a toe, you know, he's like putting his whole foot in there. That's a lot of pee. Like you got to compile a lot of pee and then store it. You got to have a storage container. And Maybe keep that's it why there. he was kind of hurt, but not always hurt because he's like Ugh, running low on my supply Didn't this enough. week, guys. Trying to chug some water here to to heal up this week. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Would you would you nope. dip your foot in? Nope. nope. Not even my own piss. I'm like, I'm good. I'll just be hurt. In fact, my 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 foot right now, not gonna do you it. You wouldn't do it. You, no, if I'm it gonna. was guaranteed to work, you wouldn't pee on your foot. 
right now. Oh, well, I mean, just I mean like not foot? right now on the just on the show, my foot like, or soaking my foot in piss. Soaking Those are two your different foot. things. Soaking your foot. No, not doing it. Even if it was guaranteed, like this will definitely all the pain is gone immediately. It's gonna heal on its own anyway. <laughs> the only I, difference is time. I smell a DDD board. <laughs> <laughs> Soaking in your own... No, I'm not throwing that one. No. 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 I'd rather... <laughs> you know what that's not going to be? Bottom left. I'd rather tweet at me a Cleva for another year than do Seriously. that Seriously. <laughs> Joe, would you would you soak in your own pee? You're a college athlete. You ever do it? No, I've never done that. I don't think that's a... There, what? No. <laughs> All right. Expert. Fair enough. Analysis. Yep. There's the, there's the athlete chiming in on us. <laughs> uh, you guys hear about Kyle Long this week from the Bears? Kyle Long, uh, Bears offensive lineman, was thrown out of practice this week because he got into a fight with a rookie defensive lineman. Uh, and this is my favorite part of training camp, when guys just start getting into fights for no reason. They've just been hitting on each other for like two weeks, and then finally something snaps, and they're like, you hit me too hard this time, and then they get into a fight. I only like it if they do it when they both have helmets on, so they're throwing fists. Throw, yeah, breaking, breaking hands on yeah. their helmets. Uh, well, this wasn't a typical football uh, training camp shoving match where everybody just gets into a big circle and pushes for a while, and then it gets broken up. Uh, Kyle Long... Grabbed the helmet off of the rookie, ripped it off his head, and then hit him with it. I don't know where. I'm guessing not his head. That would be he'd, – he'd probably get uh, released for that. But uh, he hit the rookie with it and then threw the helmet in the air. Uh, Long was also seen throwing up on the sidelines. I like how that's involved. I was reading this and I was like – and then he throws up on the side. I'm like, what is that? Why is that? <laughs> That's weird. It's a weird to include it in the story, too. Like, what does that have to do with it? Right. Like, I have no idea. I mean, I, but I like that they included it, though. Yeah. They're like, this guy's an asshole, and he threw up. You can't handle practice. <laughs> His day tired. wasn't bad enough. Yeah. Also threw up. I mean, I'd be yakking on the sidelines of training camp constantly. There, there, there's no doubt about that. Practicing in this heat, I'd be throwing up all over the place. But, dude, you've got to be fired up to rip off somebody's helmet and hit them with it and then throw it in the air. You're a crazy dude. Do you want that kind of crazy on your team? I yeah. feel like you kind of want that kind of crazy, oh, right? Yeah. Especially yeah, as an yeah, offensive yeah. lineman, you want that kind of crazy. You got to have that mean streak, baby. <laughs> but not to your own team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I need to, to chill out on my own guys. But... <laughs> like, like, save that for the game, bro. Also, don't do that in the game. You'll get thrown out. Yeah, I mean, you can try it once. <laughs> you only got to do it one time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Tyson, theme of our uh, Would You Rather this week, making headlines again. Only this time... It's for how much weed he's smoking. Uh, he was uh, recently on the uh, podcast Hot Boxing. <laughs> Excellent name for a podcast. And was asked the question, what do we smoke in a month? His response was, uh, is it is $40,000 a month? Yeah, $40,000 a month. So he smokes 10 tons of weed at the ranch each month and $40,000 worth. Wow. I don't know if that... Is possible? I don't know where these street values are coming from. I was gonna say, I was like, I don't know, if, I don't know if he has like a, a, a just a brick, and he's like, yeah, this is forty thousand dollars worth. I, I mean, smoked it. Tyson's got to be a little punch drunk too, so he might not even know what he's saying at this point. When they're like forty thousand dollars, he, he's just making up numbers, right? Yeah, he's ah. like, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot, right? Uh, what's a lot? Forty thousand. <laughs> is that just, a lot to you, people? I don't know. <laughs> just a huge number. But either way, my guess is it's not that much weed, but it's probably a lot of weed. Even if he's off by $20,000, you'd still be like, wow, you smoked $20,000 worth of weed in a month? That's a lot of weed. <laughs> Jay, do you get high on your own supply at Urban Artifact? Is that uh, what? I do not inhale. Yeah. <laughs> Good, because I feel like if you did, you'd drown, and I don't want to yeah, drown in your own... 
How is that working for a brewery? Are you like, do you feel guilty drinking a different beer, or is um, it like pretty? Yeah, it's cool. Go it's ahead. It's different. When I worked for a distributor, I almost exclusively drank beers that the distributor sold. Okay, that makes um, sense. Because we sold some of the best brands in the country, in the world. We had so many things to choose from. Um, selling only sour beer. Obviously, I got to drink some other stuff. Right. It's just yeah. sour beer. Um, that being said, I would say 90% of all the beer that I drink is Urban Artifact. Do oh. people love when you come to parties because you just roll up with a bunch of Urban Artifact The funny beers? thing is, is that like I don't actually do that. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that. And they're always like... Uh, the beer guys here. What'd you bring? And I'm like, I didn't bring anything. They're like, that's your thing. That's like your what? It's like my job. Why'd you come? Yeah, we didn't invite you to just bring nothing. Um, yeah, it's weird. I gotta be honest, man. I feel like that's kind of a D move to show up without anything, anyways. Uh, well, I'm no, just I mean, kidding. I'm joking. I'm alcohol, totally joking. But usually, it's not beer. All right, that's fair. I, I'm on board with that. Yeah, 40k worth? Not 40k. Worth. <laughs> that's a lot of beer. I brought the truck. All right, uh, all right. Let's talk about. I've been I've been wanting to get back in the gym. I got to work off this dad bod, but I've I've realized that there are other ways to get strong besides going to the gym and paying like fifty dollars a month. And uh, this week I picked up a tip from LSU defensive end Jarrell Cherry, uh, who found a very interesting way to beef up this off season. Uh, it, this week he went into the locker room and his strength and conditioning coach went to move his book bag and he like tried to lift it and couldn't quite lift it. So he just dragged it along the floor, which, uh, it's not a good sign if you're the strength and conditioning coach and you, you're not able to lift it's the not book a good bag. Sign at all. <laughs> right. So he goes, man, Cherry, what do you got in your book bag? And he opened it up and there were just bricks in there. He thought he had like a bunch of very like tough classes with big books, but instead this kid was just putting bricks in his book bag and walking around campus, and that was his way to get strong in the offseason. I also don't want this guy to be my college strength and conditioning coach if he actually thinks that there's any guys in that room with books <laughs> heavy enough to that he couldn't lift. Because, I mean, let's be honest. Well, Dang, with no books. I mean, so this is exactly the, the coach said, uh, what kind of books do you have in there? And he and Cherry's exact words were, no, coach, I got bricks in there. So he's walking around with a backpack with no books, <laughs> like wandering around campus. That is I mean, accurate. I've seen Last Chance You. I know right. how this I mean, goes. That's <laughs> accurate. But for the coach to think that he had books. No, he didn't think. He was confused because oh, he was like, why okay. are there? books in here this is supposed to be like your spare shorts or something but instead this don't is you know african-american studies without all these books <laughs> make it awkward for you yep yep good thanks man that's what i was going Moving for. on <laughs> uh in argentina they had to forfeit basketball games because they couldn't get something as simple as the correct jersey yeah uh the argentina women's basketball team had to forfeit the pan in games because they showed up to play Columbia and they brought their blue jerseys instead of their white jerseys. Um, it was so embarrassing <laughs> for the team and, it, and the organization in general that both the head coach and the uh, organizer stepped down to <laughs> <laughs> basketball development director. That's both bad. of them stepped down after the incident because they're like, not a good look. Gotta go, gotta go. It's Where not- did you guys find an article about 
Argentinian women's basketball. You know, I I uh, I'm not exactly sure where I found <laughs> I that like, one, but I, for me, I'm like, where did this guy? I, ca- I came across it, and I was like, well, that's definitely a story for the show because <laughs> how do you not bring both sets of jerseys? I just thought every team brought both sets of jerseys whenever they went somewhere. Like, I, especially playing in a tournament where you could end up. You know, I'm just the low seed this time. Right. Around, so I, got, I just thought that was a thing. So to, for them to not bring Especially them at a all. national team. This isn't just some right. it's traveling. I could get it if it was a high school girls team who was like, oh, man, the junior who's supposed to right. pack up the yeah, bus yeah, 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 didn't yeah. grab the right bag. <laughs> but no, this is like the a country's team. This is like warming up for the Olympics. And you know what it is? They're, they're getting back to camp and they're like, all right, step one to get prepped for the Olympics. Bring both sets of jerseys. <laughs> We're not missing out on the gold medal because we left the whites at home. They also lost the game, and we were talking about this before the show, 20 to nothing. So they forfeit, and they lost 20 to nothing. I don't really understand I still think why that's a typo. A I'm still going typo, and they lost 2 nothing. Again, I feel no, like that's the score it shouldn't matter. There shouldn't be a score for the game. <laughs> if it's a forfeit, you lost. There's no it's game. They don't play at all. Right. There's no <laughs> score. There's no stats. There's nothing. So yeah. I don't know how they lost 20 to nothing. But even yes. if they lost 2 to nothing. Who gets those can't do a good old shirt, shirts and skins. <laughs> they could have. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's got the pennies. Like, I thought everybody in every gym just had those laying around. I thought that was just a thing that was laying around gyms. Well, you think, too, that, like, Colombia or Venezuela, whatever the team, could just, like, wear there, even though they're home, that they could just switch the jerseys oh, to you make know the they, thing happen. You know they they had their white they knew jerseys, their and they were like, they knew the nope, they're like, oh, wait a we minute. are supposed to wear blue. Y'all and... don't have them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't want to wear a play today anyway, so. Sportsmanship <laughs> out the window. Hey, you better many, fix this. I had a big burrito on the way here, so <laughs> I'm done. All right, let's get into this last story of Upper Deck. This one made the rounds uh, this week. Big story blowing up. Ohio State University trying to file a trademark for the word the or the. In their case, it's the. That's my favorite part of the coverage is everybody's like, they're trying to trademark the. It's the. Okay, it's whatever. Uh, They want to put out shirts and hats that feature the in the the shirt and – Every lawyer that's weighed in on this is like, there's no way it's happening. It's not going to go through. They're not going to be able to get this trademark because you can't <laughs> trademark, trademark an yeah. article, like the <laughs> the most popular article in uh, in the world. Um, Michigan, though, trolled Ohio State, I think it was either today or yesterday, they tweeted out a picture of the word of with the block M in front of it, and they were saying they were going to trademark uh, of because they're the University of Michigan. They immediately got uh, a lot of backlash with people saying, are you also going to trademark the L that comes along with playing Ohio State? Uh, so, yeah, you got to be careful when you take your shots at your rival that you've lost to, like, nine straight years. Yeah, That's when you really yeah. got to be careful to take those pot shots. This has been uh, Upper Deck brought to you, as always, by Minimum. one of those Ticket. ones that Dan would retweet and then rethink about later. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Minimum Tickets and the word the. All right, let's uh, let's get into this, Jay. We want to. I want to find out more about Urban Artifact uh, because this is a brewery. So, full disclosure, I haven't been there before. I'm disappointed I'm, in you. Well, I've I have, been either. I have I've been. You haven't. Joe has the guy been. Off screen's been. <laughs> Joe has been because he is the also the one who doesn't have kids and yeah. is allowed to have yeah, a the social single life. lonely guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have He's two got kids. free time. I have two kids, and I'm like, all right, one day a week I get to do something, and that's where I get to go to my basement and record a <laughs> podcast. And every other day I'm making up for that. Uh, so I haven't been there, but I, I understand you guys have an awesome event space. Uh, there's a lot of really cool, uh, like I know, comedy shows 
shows have been done there. Yep. Uh, local comedian Jeff Tate was doing shows there constantly for a while. Um, so tell me about the space itself and like – because it's it's a converted church, correct? It is, yeah. So that's awesome. we have four buildings on the property. We have the rectory building, uh, which used to obviously that's where the priest used to live, um, and uh, more recently it actually was an orphanage. Um, really? Yeah, the rectory building. Was. You guys kicked out kids. We did. To, we kicked them to the street. That's Good. the way to do it. We got to bring no, some no, it, was been, it was all closed for at least 10 years before we purchased You've the already done this once. You can do it again. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, the, the we have the rectory building. We have the church itself. There's an old gymnasium behind it. Um, and that's actually where they used to have like Christian rec basketball leagues. Uh, and then we have like a storage garage area. Um, so the, the tap room is in the Undercroft. Which I'm not Catholic, okay. so I didn't know that that just means basement. Yep, yep. I was um, just going to say, what is that? That's again? Undercroft is where blackjack games are normally during church festivals. Mm, okay. That's that's yeah. the Undercroft. <laughs> Apparently that too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's in the Undercroft. Um, we have a um, you know a small tap room and then on the back portion of the tap room is actually where we have a uh, live music venue. Uh, and that's where some of the comedy stuff has happened too. Um, we have – you know I've, I've – Played a lot of not played, but I've been to a lot of event venues and music venues, and in Cincinnati, especially in most places, um, they have really bad sound quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> one thing that we're very proud about, and I'm personally, you know, not even being a, an audiophile like some of the other people who work at Urban are, but um, it's very easy to tell the difference between good sound and bad sound. Uh, and our sound quality in that basement there, we have a ton of sound deadening. Uh, we have some of the best uh, sound guys in, in the industry that actually go around and to conferences and talk about sound and, and how to best um, like set stuff up. And it's kind of crazy. They're nerdy in the weirdest sound way. That I've ever, <laughs> like they can talk about speakers and sound deadening and all this stuff for ages. So. Um, and then, of course, in the old um, you know sanctuary portion of the, the church upstairs, um, that is where we have a large scale event w- wedding venue. Um, we have usually twenty to thirty five weddings a year uh, up oh. there. So it actually, yeah, City Beat rated us the number one uh, wedding venue in the city. Really? Um, yeah, and the oh. number one tap room. Oh, so. nice! There you go. Double threat, so, guys. Joe, once you find a lady, we know where you're getting married uh, at Urban Artifact. Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Whatever she says, bro. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, he knows already. He hasn't even met her yet. And he's like, she's gonna be like, we're not doing it. Uh, so, uh, in terms of like live live music, how many nights a week are you guys doing live so shows? For a long time, we did seven nights a week. I mean, that was our deal. We That's did literally all booking. the time. It's a lot of booking. Um, and so eventually, you know, as people were like, well, we can't keep going every day. Um, <laughs> you know, we decided to cut it back. So now it's only. Um, Tuesday through Saturday, we do music. That's still a lot. Only so. Tuesday yeah. through Saturday. We yeah. take two days off a week. For we take music. Sunday and Monday off for football, and then the rest. <laughs> yeah. uh, how did the brewery, like, how did this idea come about? Because obviously there was a hole in the marketplace here in Cincinnati specifically where people weren't really doing sours that much. So there, there was this space that you guys could come in and, like, take over right away. Uh, but, like, tell us about the history of the brewery, uh, where the idea came from to kind of go in or go all in on sours. Um, so the brewery was started by uh, four guys and it's kind of a, a crazy story in terms of how they got started. Uh, two of the owners at the time were um, trying to start a brewery um, and 
I guess one thing happened and I guess one of their other investors dropped out at the last second. So they already had agreed to purchase the church property um, and they – now they lost basically most of their money to buy it. And so like I don't know exactly how they got hooked up but like a friend of a friend was like, hey, like I have two friends that are also trying to start a brewery. Um, and so those guys got hooked up um, with one of the other owners who had already had this property kind of locked down. Um, and ended up basically signing the lease within like two weeks of meeting him. Uh, and they had never <laughs> met him before and they just clicked and were like, you want to start a brewery? Yeah. You want to start a brewery? Sure. Let's do it. And, um, so, uh, two of the guys met at Ohio university. Uh, they both, uh, were engineering students and they both started the homebrewing club. Uh, and we're a part of the homebrewing club, so they did a lot of homebrewing and stuff. Scott Hand, who's the guy who does all of our artwork, and he's the owner who was kind of there. We kind of had had the idea beforehand. Um, he's actually an architect by trade, um, and he was the one who. Um, I forgot what I was even talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he doesn't. He doesn't actually brew any beer. He's just the guy who's like kind of doing all the business end of things. So he doesn't have any background in like in beer at all. Um, I'm actually haven't even really talked to him about why he decided to start a brewery because he doesn't really drink beer that much. Like whenever I see him, like all the other guys are like drinking beer every day all the time. And um, he's just sort of he's casually. just like more the business guy, I guess, so to speak. You know? Yeah. Um, which is funny because other guys are, they take a very scientific approach to everything, and they read a lot of books. And one of the owners actually went and got his MBA because he didn't have a business background before he started the business, just to make sure that he felt like he had a good idea of how to start a brand and how to build it and all this stuff. Um, so you know, when they decided in terms of why sour beer, um, you know, there were sour beer has been around for a really really long time, and some of the best brands. I mean, you talk to anybody who's a craft beer nerd. And if you look on any of the trading sites or anything, they're always like, Cantillon, Cantillon. And, you know, Cantillon is sour beer from Belgium. Um, and that's kind of known as being like the best of the best of the best of any beer from any brewery in the world. Uh, it's been that way for a long time. And Drie Fontaine and there's some other old Belgian breweries. Um, and that's kind of being known as like the ultra high-end stuff. So, um, you know, they knew that if they did it well that they could charge a lot of money for it, that it would be high, you know, profit. Uh, but most importantly, and more than anything, is they had the foresight to know that um, the beer industry, you, you couldn't just continue to just open up with a Blondale, Stout, an Amber Ale, an IPA. Yeah, right. <laughs> Especially and, and just beer. Be, and just making you – know, just, just making beer, you can't just do that. It's like any other business. You know, if you make – if you want to be a successful business, if you're a landscaper, you know, you're not just like call someone and be like, we do everything. We do fountains. We do waterscape. We do – it's like no. You're like – we do decks. We make decks. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like if you try and do everything to everybody, you, know, you can't be everything to everybody. So if you try and do that, you really appeal to no one kind of right, in a sense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so they've seen a lot of businesses and there's a lot of really good um, books and stuff um, like Jack Trout and stuff that look good um, differentiator die and, and some good business books. Um, about basically the idea that, again, you have to differentiate yourself in a competitive marketplace to be able to succeed. And that's really true with any industry. Um, so you know, they, I'm glad that they did choose to do that because, again, I've been doing this for, for a while now, selling beer. Um, and it's, it's amazing how well breweries that specialize in one thing do over the breweries that try and be everything to everybody. 
Uh, it's yeah. drastically different in terms of the way that people, you know, you have a niche, you find it, people like it, and they go crazy for your stuff. And um, we have a really, really awesome group of fans uh, and, and sour folks are, are really diehard, just like the IPA folks are diehard. Yeah. Well, I think, and and that's what I think is most interesting about the sour, like, niches because you have breweries like Ryan Geist who specialize in IPAs. But when you start to have a bunch of IPAs, they all kind of blend together. And it's like, these are, yeah, there's subtle differences between these, but they're for the most part, kind of the same. They're all like, just really hoppy. Oh, this one's <laughs> hoppier than the last one. All right. But it's still good, but, uh, but it's got more hops this time. Right. Uh, but then, you know, when you get into the sours, you can experiment with so many different flavors that, you never really run into that. Oh, this is kind of like that last one I had. This, this, you know, every beer ends up being completely different, which has to be great for you guys. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, you know, one thing that I've, it's really cool. And I'm not sure how much you guys know about what we do and what we've done, but um, we not only do we make, you know, everyone's, you know, we have all these awesome, really heavily fruited kind of smoothie beers. Um, but at the same time, we, we do all sorts of off the wall, innovative stuff um, that really challenges your perception of what beer is and what beer can be. Um, you know, the biggest thing we've done, like shaved asparagus salad, autumnal roast that's supposed to taste like the pan drippings of a roasted chicken, um, what? black coffee and cherry pie that's supposed to taste like sitting at a diner. Um, I mean, like we do all these crazy things and they really nail it. I mean, we did salted rye bread that really tastes like taking a bite out of Jewish deli rye bread in the most fantastical way. Um, I drink about one of those a week with a Reuben sandwich and it's like unreal. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, it's, it's really cool. Sour beer um, is something that really is so versatile. You can really do anything with it. Um, and it's a really good base for, for creativity. That is amazing. Like I, I didn't think I, that it would lend itself to yeah, stuff I, like that. Right. It, like when you think chicken, you don't really think of like right. a sour beer type. And I think it, maybe that's it. There's there's like this misperception around sour beers. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what constitutes a sour beer? Like what makes a beer what, – what's the, the defining characteristic for that style? So, I mean, ultimately lactic acid. So the same thing when you're running around – you know, exercising, lactic acid builds that? up in your muscles. What is exercising? Explain to the audience what. So that's I think is. I've never done it, but I've heard about it. Um, no, you know, it's, it's multiple twelve ounce curls. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm in. twelve ounces. Yeah. I, I got it now. Okay, um, but uh, you know, it's one of those things where anything that has lactic acid in it, and there's a variety of ways to get that lactic acid. So um, you can literally just buy lactic acid um, and just brew a beer like you would normally and then just dump the five gallon buckets of lactic acid in uh, and then test and get to the level of acidity acidity that you want um, that is not not what we do um, and it's kind of cheating um, I was gonna say I was like that yeah. sounds like something that we would do if we were just doing it in our bathtub yeah. Like, yeah. God, just add this after the fact and call it a sour so the reason why is because lactobacillus which is the yeast Sorry, the yeast, the, the bacteria strain that basically eats sugar, and the byproduct of that process is lactic acid from the lactobacillus. Um, and so we actually pitch lacto, which we actually is our house lacto culture, which we actually caught at the brewery, um, which is a pretty cool uh, thing. Um, That's crazy. So all of our stuff is really impossible to be replicated by anybody else because of that house lacto culture. It's not something that anybody else could, I mean, we could literally give them the recipe with the same malt, same fruit, same everything. And it would taste pretty different just because they don't have that aspect. Yeah. Um, wow. And we, we like to say, and, and you know, our people argue whether or not it's true or not, but um, 
you know, the way we do things, you get a lot more complex flavor compounds when you use lactobacillus to get to create that lactic acid than if you just bought lactic acid and dumped it in. So there's a term called kettle sour, which is where you just sour in the kettle. Um, and then there's obviously there's, you know, oak aged, which is kind of natural. That's the more traditional method of souring, which is where you would just brew beer normally and then you put it into an infected barrel. The barrel has bacteria, lactobacillus, pediococcus, Britannomyces, which is a yeast um, in there. And this then is the, science, the most sciencey this show has ever gotten, and I'm yeah. fascinated right now. Uh, the, the numbers and things are yeah. just flying. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Matrix what? right now. No, I mean it's 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 one of those things where um, you know it's, there's a lot of complex science behind beer, um, and it, you know it's we really do take a scientific approach to everything that we do. Uh, I mean everything's all weighed out in grams, and um, we have like you know beakers and Bunsen burners, and I mean it's it's real deal science. I mean Madtree and, and Rheingeist have serious labs um, where they have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of um, equipment to do tests on everything that they're doing. We don't have that much, but, um, but that's got said, Walter White and some beakers. Yeah. You're better off. Well, also we just send it out to a lab and not have to do it ourselves. Um, uh, it's a lot cheaper. I love, I love this. I've got this vision in my head now, like the church undercraft, Walter White's down there just chained up brewing beer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that idea though. Yeah. I just, uh, all right. So you mentioned earlier about sours. You, there's a really good profit margin on it. And, you know, obviously if you're going with those real fruit, uh, you know, ingredients, that's going to drive up the cost. A lot of people push back on craft beer because of the price of it. Yep. Uh, do you feel that that gives you guys a little bit of an advantage because you can go back to, this is like real pineapple and real strawberries in this. And it's not just the same hops and the same malt that everybody else is using. And they just jacked up the price to $12 for a six pack. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, if you just have like, you know, I can't think of a brewery like Bodie or something like that, you know, it's like just an IPA and, uh, you know, they're charging twelve ninety nine for a four pack or something. And you're like 7%, 7.5% and it's just an IPA. Like, why is it so expensive? But with our stuff, you know, we definitely preach to people, you know, go to the grocery store. Like, look at how expensive fruit is. Like one little thing of raspberries is like $5. <laughs> Uh, think about buying thousands of pounds. And yeah, there's a quantity discount, but like it's still expensive. It's still yeah, very right. expensive. And it's something that most breweries don't have that cost at all because they're right. not using any fruit. Um, and yeah, hops are expensive, but it's still like – it's like one-tenth the cost of, of fruit versus right. hops. Um, and they just don't use as much. You don't put 2,000 pounds of hops in anything. So, <laughs> can, can I count this beer as my fruit serving for the day? Like can I – since there's actual fruit in here. So we've kind of joked to... about that about it, and we've kind of done a little bit of math. And legitimately it is actually like – I mean it, it's – you should be able to – we can't make any nutritional claims legally, but – um, but, I mean, there's definitely real fruit in there, and there are should but yes. theoretically. But we can, be, but yes. yeah, yeah. we can do it for you. Yes, <laughs> yeah. this counts as your fruit serving for yeah. the day. Uh, just that's all you got to do now. That's it. I'm set now. My wife cannot get mad at me for drinking beer because I'm going to be like, sweetie, I am doing this for you to stay healthy. I'm Health. eating fruits for you. Pineapple, strawberries. Might be cheers. Might be the way to get one of my kids to eat fruit. Because he won't touch it otherwise. So just yeah, I think drink that, this. I think that's illegal, bro. Yeah, uh, not sponsored by what? Urban Artifact. <laughs> Urban Artifact does not condone <laughs> giving your children beer, even if it has fruit in it. <laughs> uh, all right. What's your uh, favorite Cincinnati brewery that's not Urban Artifact? Um, That's a good question. Thank I mean, you. I, yeah, I worked hard on that I one. I didn't prepare. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really do like Brink. 
um, you know, those guys are, are very, Brink. very quietly making, uh, I believe, some of the best beer, uh, not only in Cincinnati, but I think in the country. Um, you know, they're just in the middle of nowhere in a really quiet little part of town that no one really goes to or talks about. And um, that was where, where some we did our first live, show. first live show yeah. from Brink. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. were the first ones to welcome us in. So we've got. And a, they had uh, some amazing. We got a big there. soft spot. And then, like right after we did the show, that's when they won their gold medal, and it was like. Oh, snaps. We did that. <laughs> well, yeah, we didn't. We, yeah. I'm going to claim it, though. Yeah. The <laughs> choices are so nice, too. Really like, all amazing. the guys there, they're so nice. I oh, mean, yeah. These days, I mean, you know, there's a lot of competition. You know, there's a lot of breweries that are, you know, it's, it's, it's getting, well, it's, the marketplace is getting really tough. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of breweries that are down. Um, and so it's getting, you know, it used to be kind of like, oh, it's all fun. We're all just like having fun together, selling beer, <laughs> like making putting Cincinnati on the map, and you know, all just collectively trying to fight the big bad Anheuser Busch and Miller Coors. But now it's kind of turned a little bit more on everybody else. They're like, you know, I got to feed my kids, I got to make sure I don't lose my job. And there's been a ton of turnover. Um, you know, for a while, you know, beer reps they'd be beer reps for the same brand for 10, 15 years. Um, nowadays people, I mean, they last less than a year. Most people, I would say the average, the average life of most beer sales reps is probably under one year. Holy cow. And they do it. They go in there, they hit the streets, their numbers aren't hitting what they're supposed to do. And then they just fire all the sales staff. Wow. All right. So we've, and we've had brewers in here who have said the same thing where it's like, oh yeah, we just call people up and we're like, Hey, you got a, you got that yeast for, oh yeah, we can send that over. And then they exchange and all that. I've always wondered when we were going to hit that bubble of like, all right, now it's serious. Now it's time to start really trying to push people out. The Jets and the Sharks when they're right, meeting right. each other in the streets and it's not kosher. So how long before we have a full out world war of Cincinnati breweries where like people are going to start picking sides and like banning people from breweries for going to a different brewery? Because uh, right now it's like, oh, go ahead, line up outside and bottle share and it's all good fun. But I feel like eventually people are going to start getting real territorial. I don't think it's going to ever get to that point where it's going to be that way. I think what we are going to see, though, is some people kind of going softly into that good night where you're just going to kind of one day you're going to be like, hey, whatever happened to Queen City Brewery of Cincinnati? You're like, they're close. Like, they're just done. Um, And there's going to be a lot more of that without a doubt. I mean, there's already some people that are filing chapter, you know, chapter 11 and going bankrupt and struggling to pay vendors. I mean, we, we see what happens. I mean, the beer industry is a very tight niche thing. And, um, you know, we, we know all the people who sell all the cans and the tops and the labels and the mobile canning units and the, you know, all this stuff, all the green and hops, all these guys all talk. And, you know, if they say, Hey, this brewery down the street owes us $65,000 and they're not going to pay us. And we're in the process of suing them for it. That doesn't look very good. (laughs) And it's not just one brewery. It's a lot. Wow. Um, you know, cash flow is a problem for any small business, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's especially hard, uh, in the market that we're in being a small business for a lot of these folks who've already put all their money in. So it's, you know, if they can't make payroll, right. You know, if they have one problem, one bill that they can't miss and and, they don't, you know, a lot of times too, if you have a distribution contract, you know, you'll sell beer to the distributor and it's supposed to be in Ohio cash on demand. The second you give them, you know, but like a lot of large businesses do just like Walmart and everybody else that they kind of, take their terms and push them as far as they can. Right. Uh, even though you're supposed to say cash in the mail, like, oh, well, we sent that check. It's in the mail. You know, and it, <laughs> so like, you know, you send them the beer, you know, you, you have to buy all the ingredients. Our process takes about 30 days to brew, which is about double what it takes to brew a normal beer. 
Um, so, you know, we front this money up for all this fruit and all this ingredients. You know, we have to float that money. And then with the distributor, it's a long period of time um, between the time that you front, out, front that money to the time that you actually get paid by the distributor for that money. So um, it's hard. And not to mention that a lot of these little breweries are doing self-distribution mm-hmm. um, and you have to pay for trucks and drivers and insurance and gas. And, right. um, you know, when you start to think about it, I mean, it's mind boggling. There's not enough profit in beer to be able to to sustain what a lot of these guys are doing. Um, and most of them, like I said, aren't necessarily business guys. They're just like, right. <laughs> we'll just brew beer. It's like everybody else's. It sounds like fun. you know. Like, um, and it really, it's just like any other business. People keep saying, oh, it's, it's slowing down. And it's not really slowing down. It's just becoming like any other mature market where, you know, the best products win and best branding. And, right. um, you know, that's just the way this capitalistic society works. So, if anything, I think it's good. I think it's going to be better for beer because it's going to weed out the places that aren't making very good stuff yeah. or inconsistent. And I mean, it's sad for them that you know because a lot of these people, like I said, put up their houses and things. And I don't want you know wish any ill will on anybody of their family and their well being. But that being said, you know it's going to happen. Some yeah. of these places are going to close and. Sucks to suck. See, see, I feel like we've already got a little territorial and people are getting mad. That's why 50 West has the punch out so you can just fight all the other brewers <laughs> yeah. and say, we're better <laughs> by our beer. We beat like, you no, up. we're friends. Uh, I beat you up. I'm better than you. <laughs> so much Everybody should drink my beer now. <laughs> Uh, can you talk to us about you? We were talking about it before the show. Uh, the radio station you guys have and what you guys do with that. Yeah, so I, I just actually found out that we're not. So we claimed for a while that um, we are the only brewery in the world to have its own radio station um, that is an FM broadcasted radio station. Um, apparently, and I've been trying to find out. They haven't responded to my email, but I guess Mars Brewing Company in Chicago owns Lumpen Radio. Oh, that's what somebody said. I haven't been able to confirm that yeah. or not, so I'm not sure if that's true. I looked on their website. Nothing says anything about Mars, so I'm not <laughs> sure. It's, it's also a nonprofit. It's a, you know, I don't, so I don't know how you could be one. It's a separate LLC, but anyway. Um, radio station is uh, is a really big part of what we do. It, you know, obviously us, you know, beer and music is kind of what we were founded on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those things always go hand in hand. I know Dogfish for a long time was kind of the innovator of doing a lot of music collaborations with beer. And they do the record store day where they have a record player they give out and do all this stuff. Um, you know, drinking some good beers, drinking, listening to some good music. That's kind of where we, you know, our head's at. Um, so we wanted to, you know, WNKU closed. Um, which used to be broadcast by Northern Kentucky University, mm-hmm. um, which was an NPR affiliate station. And they actually had some really great music, um, a lot of local and regional music um, that isn't played on, on any big name radio station. Um, so when that went away, you know, a lot of the guys were kind of like, man, wouldn't it be cool if we could like, you know, try and revive that station and, and see what we can do? Um, because obviously that's the cutting edge of the future is radio. So. <laughs> Um, so we decided we would make a poor decision and invest in a radio station. Um, so felt I mean, that one, yeah. felt uh, that one. That one hurt. That one hurt really uh, bad. Too right close there. to home, I guess. Uh, oh. Next up, your own newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Only in print. There is no website for newspaper. Um, but no, it's 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 actually it's it's a really cool thing. Um, it's really nice to be able to showcase local and regional music. Um, you know, we love to to support the arts. Uh, and, and showcase the, these guys that wouldn't other, otherwise be getting, um, you know, airtime and stuff. Um, yeah, we have all sorts of stuff. There's talk radio on there. There's podcasts. There's politics stuff. Um, I mean, we have we have all sorts of, uh, of stuff <laughs> See on I there. See why I brought it up? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a cool, it's a cool thing. Yeah, 91.7, 91.7 HD2 is the FM station or uh, RadioArtifact.com. 
you can live stream uh, 24 hours a day. Nice. That's fantastic. That's really cool yeah, to have uh, your own radio station. That's why station. I wanted to ask you more about it because I, I, I had heard that they had the radio station, but I didn't know anything about it. Just I was like, what, what would a brewery need a radio station? I have for? a buddy yeah, that. We don't need one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fair we enough. We have one. Fair enough. We Fair don't enough. need one. Yeah. I have a buddy that's got a show on that. Uh, Mark Morrison doing the weekly hookup on uh, on Radio Artifact. So uh, that's pretty uh, that's pretty awesome, man. Um, all right, so we we talked about local brewing uh, brewing a little bit here, uh, but one thing that I wanted to bring up with you was news that happened last week. Uh, big news in Ohio specifically was platform selling out to AB InBev. Yeah, uh, and that. I saw so many mixed reviews about that in the beer community and all the beer Facebook groups where people are like, I'm never drinking platform again. I'm never supporting them again. That's crazy. Blah, blah, blah. Do you, do you feel like that's an end game for some of these breweries where it's like, look, we are founded to eventually, you, you know, you mentioned guys put up their houses. Yeah. So if somebody puts that check out there for millions of dollars to buy this brewery. Go for it. Right. Yeah. If, I mean, if anybody <laughs> right. who's saying that Might they wouldn't well. take the money is an idiot. <laughs> I mean, or Which they're just what, lying, or they're just lying. <laughs> Which is what we kept saying this yes. week when there were people yeah. that were telling us otherwise. No, like, I mean, it's true. It's true. I mean, it's, it's yeah, I get it. You know, it's it's craft beer. It's all about the craft. You know, the big bad wolf, the big bad corporations. I, I get it. We're, you know, we don't support them. You know, we don't like right, it. Right. But that being said, at the end of the day, you know, these are all businesses. This is the American dream to be able to take a small hobby that you're doing in the basement with your friends, to be able to grow a business, to be in four or five states, which is what they have. They have four brew pubs in, in Ohio and, and in Pennsylvania um, in like three different – four different cities. Um, I mean it's, it's impressive to see how fast they've grown. They have good branding yep. and good marketing. They've Absolutely. been doing the self-distribution model. So they've you know definitely had a lot of reps and in- infrastructure set up. Um, their beers are okay. I, I personally am not like a fan of like any of it. But that being said, like great for them, right? You know, like right. cool. Like they sold out. Like you know, I, Ryan guys keep saying like, oh, we'll never sell out. You know, like that is the most that's the biggest crap of shit I've ever heard. <laughs> They're gonna sell. Out. They're next. Like for sure, they're next. <laughs> They're just trying to get more money than Platform got. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Probably already have a deal in place. Yeah, no, I mean for sure. I mean those guys are all backed by VC capital, so ultimately they don't even have a choice. They, they're all all their money is is all backed by these VC guys. The VC guys go, "Oh, we're going to sell because we only gave you the money so we could make more money, not so yep. you could dick around with some stupid hobby." <laughs> right. I think yeah. That's what people don't realize is like these breweries. Yes, they are local, but they do still have these venture capital partners and. At Not all. Of most the, of them don't, to be honest. But, but a few of them. As the do. bigger one, as they start yeah. growing, they start. You know, you yeah. need to in order to to come up with some of the production that these guys are putting out. You have to have financial backers from outside of right. the people who have mortgaged their house. Yeah. So eventually, it, it comes time to. It's out of my hands. Like I, they're selling. I I'm either going along for the ride or I'm starting up something else over here and hoping it catches on too. Yeah. Uh, so putting you on the spot, I know you're not an owner, but uh, Urban Artifact ever selling out to AB and Bev? Um, you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for yep. sure. I mean, and, yeah, <laughs> anything other than yes, and then be like liar. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not going to happen for sour beer. But that being said, you know, if someone was like, "You want a hundred million dollars?" I mean, these guys for sure would take that money. For sure would take that money. Right. I mean, and I don't think anybody should fault them for it. No, that's what I don't we think that's said. A thing. Don't judge anybody. For yeah, man, thing like when, that, that you built yourself. Exactly. <laughs> Friends yeah. in the basement, right? Growing I mean, these into guys, something and selling it. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these guys, you know, the owners, you know, they, they didn't Cough. take salaries for the first like four years, you know? Right. So like 
you mean they're, 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 one guy's living in the other guy's basement and they're like, you know, like they've been doing this for years. I mean, you know, it's, it's a struggle, you know, yeah, the brewery's making money and we have all these things, but you know, these guys, no one's, most people are not making money hand over fist in their brewery. You know, they took significant pay cuts. I mean, even Madry that's making, you know, huge, huge money. I mean, those guys drive around, they're like 99 uh, Honda Accord, you know, like they're not driving Maserati, you know, the Ryan guys, guys in their hand, they got fancy cars and fancy things. And they're making all, all sorts of money. So they, that's probably why they're not I, super in a hurry to sell I, out. Cause they already have a ton of money. I, I feel really like we're going to see at 50 West, you know, <laughs> urban artifact is going to punch guys. somebody in the face from Ryan guys. <laughs> I, I feel like it's coming. Everybody wants to fight. All the breweries are like, eh. Right, guys. The devil. I also feel like Matry is still rolling around in those 99 cars because they're spending all their money on beard oil. Like there is – On beard oil. There yeah. is a lot of other expenses that those guys have. That is true. It's, <laughs> it's hard to look homeless, you know? It's homeless chic. Mm, homeless chic. Yeah. That's what I rock. Yeah. <laughs> No, you don't. You're sitting here wearing Stop. a Michael Jordan uh, minor league jersey. This is not homeless chic, bro. Uh, I didn't mean right now. Oh, okay. okay. I'm, I'm, right. Every day I'm not on the show. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll, we'll talk some more beer here in a little bit, but let's uh, let's talk a little bit of sports uh, with, with some time here. Actually, before we do that. I'm empty here, and yeah, uh, you know, you, I, sorry, oh, I heard yeah, you say you yeah, brought yeah, some yeah. extra brewskis. I know Joe's been Joe's been looking at his empty mug. <laughs> 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 Joe, uh, I do have to tell you, Joe. People have said they've missed the rap air horn, so thank you for bringing that back this episode. There's been a lot of people that have been texting me. Did we like, not do it? They missed it. It's yes, yeah, they missed it. That's Joe's calling card. So I brought two. So we'll split them. Okay, that works. Uh, which beer are we uh, we gonna have here? So this is the flagship. This is Gadget Blackberry Raspberry is the Ooh. the flavor on that one. There's that okay, one. I'll split this one with Scott here, okay. and I'm gonna pour first so that I can verify that I actually get half of this because I know how Scott is. I would end what? Up... <laughs> Look, last week you didn't ask me for any, and then, you know, after I'd started drinking it, you know, you wanted more. I mean, that's not my fault. That was a you problem, bro. You didn't say we were splitting it going in. Uh, all right, so flagship. So this is the the beer to get if you go to Urban Artifact. Yeah, this is our year-round product. This is the one that, that actually was the original Midwest fruit tart. This is the first beer that we made. Um, it was actually kind of a funny story. So, you know, people kept coming in the tap room and being like, we want more fruit, more sour. And so kind of the brewers to be kind of like almost trying to be mean, like, well, make something the, the most amount of fruit, like a ridiculous amount of fruit and the most sour we can possibly make it. Um, and people loved it. They were like, this is awesome. Dude, this is so good. This yeah. is fantastic. And first yeah. of all, I don't know this if it's delicious. I don't know if it's because I'm getting used to the sour. You do get used beer. to it. Yeah. It, I, that sour flavor is not as prevalent to me anymore. It, it, like, it's weird. People tell me all the time, like, how can you drink this? No. It's the same thing with IPAs. After a while, your palate gets trained mm -hmm. and you can't even taste it anymore. Like it doesn't, it's weird. Like I'll drink something and just like, oh, it's so refreshing. And then somebody else drink it. They're like, oh my God. Like sour beer face. Right. It's like. Are we drinking that's, the same thing? Like, I don't get it at that's all. That's what I was going to say. I was like, this is just like us getting indoctrinated into the uh, the IPAs where after a while, it was just the flavor of the right. beer that yeah. you tasted and that's not you all the hops and the bitterness and all that. Yeah. And it takes something really extreme to for you to notice it. And I'm like already feeling that with this where I'm yeah, like, Yeah, this wow. is like – I feel like this one, if we had had this one when we had – Haterade as like our first like all right this is a sour beer and we're going in knowing this is a sour beer right and we took that sip and we were like ooh that is strong right there but this like I, like I could tell it I could definitely tell there's that sour flavor but it's not an overpowering thing it it does feel like 
the first time I had a double IPA after drinking IPAs, and I was like, yeah, that is, that's, that's not that hoppy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This is so good, man. It's really good. It's it's super dry. It's funny. We use all this fruit and people go like, oh, it's going to be so sweet. You know, like thousands of pounds of fruit. It's got to be so sweet. But we're big on fermenting out all the sugar. There's a lot of breweries out there. Um, I won't name names, but that are um, making a lot of post-fermentation fruit addition products where they basically brew the beer and then right before they can it or right before they keg it, they just dump in a bunch of juice. Um, so there's a ton of sugar in it. Um, and the problem with so like, that is so like how most people make Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just... powder, but yeah, but, but for the most part, it's the same. They're I just... want it as fruity as it could possibly be. Give me the black cherry and you know the grape and double we'll pack it, and then all the sugar. <laughs> but when you do that, the yeast can eat the sugar and then create carbon dioxide and create a bomb. Essentially, I mean, they'll blow up and they explode all the time. Um, and it's really creating a problem for heavily fruited sour beer and heavily fruited beer in general because other people will buy beers, they'll explode, and they'll be like, "Well, urban artifact stuff is probably going to explode too." And and uh, our stuff is all fully fermented out. That's why the ABVs are so high. Um, you know, because all of that, you know, yeast eats the sugar, creates alcohol as the byproduct. Um, so that's why they're high alcohol. Um, and we always make everything finish out really dry, crisp, clean, um, you know, for sessionability. And it's weird. This is 8.3% alcohol. And it does not taste like it at all. It no, like it juice. doesn't. Yeah, it, this is so smooth. Well, and I got to say these, you know, that's probably just the old age kicking in. But, man, the, the sweeter the beers, the, the less I want of them. And so the fact that the sweetness is just – you just get yeah. rid of it all together, and it's just the flavor of the fruit. I love that because yeah. when you know when you have a sweet beer, you could do like two of them. Also, and hangovers, then, man. Hangovers on sugary yeah. drinks, like all the ciders. It just like oh my god, instant hangover. Like. It's exhausting too. <laughs> like I just I'm like I can't do this after a few of them. Like I, I just can't with all the shit. Here's what I think as I'm sipping this one. What I think is amazing. What why I think you guys are so smart with going straight sours is this is a beer. That can appeal to beer drinkers, but I could see somebody who's a big wine fan coming in and being like, that's amazing. That's a delicious beer. And normally, if you're a big wine person, you're not really that into beer, but this is something that you can turn a wine fan into a beer drinker like that. And it's a, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I do it every day. I mean, you know, there's people, you know, I'll be at a tasting in a store, a liquor store, or Kroger, or whatever. Um, and, you know, people will be like, oh, samples. And then I'll be like, <laughs> exactly. Hey. Like and that. I'll be like, hey, uh, you ever had Urban Artifact before? And they're like, no, what's that? And I'm like, oh, it's, we'd make all sour beer. And like, no, thanks. No, I'm out. No, thank you. <laughs> like, I thought it was juice. And you're like, no, it's alcohol. <laughs> and uh, so then they're like all disappointed and stuff. And after a while, I convince them to try it, even though they assure me that they don't like beer. Um, and I assure them that they might like this one, but they still say they don't, they don't believe me. But eventually I get them to actually put their lips and try it. And almost every single one of them says, you know, this is actually, I don't drink beer, but this is actually something that I could drink. And it's so awesome to sell a product that a white claw drinker can drink, a cider drinker can drink, a wine drinker can drink, liquor drinkers can yeah. drink. And also craft beer nerds love it and go, you know, seek this stuff out. Right. And we have, you know, really good clout in the craft beer community as well. So, um, it's great to have a product that appeals to the maximum number of people. One thing that I think that's the coolest statistic about Urban Artifact um, for the single guy over here is that um, our taproom <laughs> tends to be majority female. Um, we tend to be 65-ish, nice. 70% female. <laughs> um, and that is very unheard of. What it do, baby? <laughs> <laughs> that's very unheard of. 
you know, normally it's it's ninety percent male. So yeah, it's all dudes. And it's all and a bunch of bearded dudes, sweating, <laughs> barking at each other about IPAs. Uh, little, little body fungus going on. It's, yeah, man, I got beard go. oil swaps and <laughs> yeah, we don't have any of that. It's it's uh, it's pretty awesome. That's fantastic. This is a really good beer. Um, I, I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm officially a sour beer fan. Well, it did not I take that long. I was just going to say, it, I, I'm there with you, and I, I think about how quickly it was versus IPAs. Like IPAs. Yeah, IPAs took a while. Took to a get while into. to develop that palate, and then there were still a few every now and then where I'd be like, "Oh, can't really do this one." But uh, yeah, we're two weeks in, and obviously we've had. A few others on the show that we either didn't recognize or were too ignorant uh, <laughs> to know, but yeah, um, like I said, the the first one, the first one we had, that strawberry, I'm I'm definitely having to get, and this one, wow, this one's amazing. Yeah, this is definitely one that's gonna have a regular. I'll spot put this in the on fridge. toast. Oh, all right. It tastes like it tastes like a, a really good jam. It really does. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, it's that's so jammy. I tell people all the time, it tastes like straight up jam. Yeah, it's that good. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's as we're sipping on this one, let's talk a little USA basketball, Team USA basketball, because Scott, you I'm had all fired up, man. Very strong feelings about Team USA basketball this uh, this week. Uh, the rosters are kind of set, Joe. Like we're we're essentially set on the rosters. Uh, so they're they've got to make cut, one more cut before uh, the end of the month. But nobody else is coming on. Nobody else is coming on in the next month for FIBA. This is not for Olympics. This is for FIBA which is basically the warm-ups for next year's Olympics. But they're at like 18 right now, and they got to get down to 12. And we have nobody on this team. Like, no. this is this is a team full of second-tier guys. Uh, and I know a lot of people are going to argue that, well, USA's second-best team is still going to be able that's to beat the, the rest case. of the world. And I, exactly. I don't think that's true. It's not the same I anymore, I kind of man. think that's good, though. I don't know. We win all the time. It's like not even fun to like watch them play. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, USA wins again. That's why we disagree. Just I make just, up our I own like, sport. Like, what do you, what do you, come on. Like, make up our own sport. Like everybody else is like, yeah. yes, we won. And we're like, oh, hey, we can win at basketball. You think Canada and Russia's like, Oh no, we won in hockey again. That's our one sport that we can win. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like every now and then you got to play that Madden game on Pro where you're like, yeah, I just put up 200 points on the computer. I'm good. I'm and I'm good. I'm fine with like having a year where we're not dominant in in the gold medal and in winning the gold medal, but I those- don't want a year where it's like are we going to make it to a medal? Because ah, looking at this roster is garbage. Can, can the, I give some names on this roster? Well, yeah, real quick, though, just to throw it back to what you were saying, though, as far as the, the struggles. Like, eh, those couple of years where we played Spain close to the end, that was good enough in the gold medal game. <laughs> little, that's, that's all I want. Just it's, a little. Where it comes down to the yeah. last five minutes exactly. of the game. Exactly. They stopped to have a cigarette enough. and some tapas at the end. That's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But ultimately, I want to beat the Gasol brothers. I don't want to lose to them. <laughs> I just don't understand. All right, we've got Harrison Barnes on the team. All right, fair enough. Kyle Kuzma, he's sounds foreign. A guy on the Lakers he sounds team. foreign. Uh, Brooke Lopez is a, another name that's on this. Chris Middleton, who is Giannis's understudy, like he's not even the guy when on I his team. When I hear his name, I still think Providence. <laughs> I still think Providence. Mm. Yeah, like Kate Middleton's little brother or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing if it was Kate Middleton's little brother. Uh, Mason Plumley is like the center on this team. Bro. Jason Tatum, I just don't the the I would say the best name on the team is Kemba Walker. 
right? That's probably that's our star on the team. That's the only one that anybody would that a majority of NBA fans would recognize. It's more this story is more who isn't on this team. The best part about this is the Team USA basketball website that I'm looking at right now, the banner on the roster page. None of those guys are on the team. Like they got James Harden. <laughs> There's uh, Derek Rose is in this Pe- picture. People you know, Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah, all of these big names are on the roster on the web or on the the banner on the website. None of them are on the roster this year. Uh, Joe said the reason why that this is happening is because for the first time in several years, the NBA is actually open. Uh, it's not guaranteed that the Warriors are going to make it to the finals. So everybody wants to focus on the NBA season. They don't want to worry about playing in the Olympics, playing in this FIBA tournament. Uh, Scott, you did not like that thinking at all. No, I, I, I absolutely hate that thinking because you can do both. And, I mean, LeBron's a prime example. And uh, everybody, oh, man, all those years he logged on his legs when he didn't take a break. And uh, and yet he still did it. And he still did it all at a high level. I mean, I, I don't see why all of a sudden now that it's open, which I don't – I still don't think it's as open as everybody claims. Like, mm. on paper, on paper we looked at it and said, all right, there's more – you know, the, the, the guys are spread more around. But I still think at the end of the day that the Warriors are going to be, like, in that final conversation near there. And it's not going to be as open as we actually think. Well, they, they are because uh- – they still have Steph, Clay, and Draymond. So right. They still have three big names I compared mean, to everybody else's two. And every, I think everybody just wants them to get beat so badly. And then you know <laughs> the, the Raptors did finally do it. So everybody thinks, oh well, now they lost Durant. But I mean, I just I don't think it's as wide open. But even, regardless of that, these guys that are saying they don't want to play in the Olympics because the Olympics is so grating. I mean, as we said, I mean, they're usually just going out there and beating the brakes off these dudes. Anyway, a lot of these guys are on the bench, you know, third, third quarter anyway. So, I mean, what are they like? How much energy are they really exerting? And have you ever <laughs> heard about a big time injury and in international competition? I'm not no, saying that it I, can't happen, but I have heard of Boogie cousins blowing out his ACL in what looked like a high school gym. Yeah. Well, sucks to suck. Don't it? <laughs> How about that, Lake Show fans? <laughs> Where's it. Anthony Wayne at? You Where's love, Anthony Wayne? You love to see it. Uh, you do love to see it. Um, the other basketball story we had this week was that Dennis Rodman is getting his own 30 for 30, and I'm signed up for that. That sounds like it's going to be hands down the best 30 for 30 since OJ, right? Since OJ. It's got to be. I want to see be. him in the wedding dress with yes. like the, you know. Yeah, uh, Carmen Electra. Wasn't he married to Carmen Electra for a while? For like 10 what minutes, a crazy guy. Still yeah. counts. Yeah, and I hope they go through all the stuff with North Korea. Like, I want to see how that yeah. friendship What's started. This dude, this is going to be bizarre, and I cannot wait. Uh, Austin says he wouldn't play USA ball either. Look at Paul George. He snapped his leg. He's lucky he's still playing. He snapped his leg in an NBA game. <laughs> he didn't snap his leg in an international game. So that that example's poor. You can snap your leg I mean, I guess, at any yeah. given time. Yeah, you, you can you, snap your leg in Las Vegas practicing like cousins. I, the idea that you're gonna you're at more risk to do it when you're playing overseas. I mean. You know, it's it's a weak excuse at best. I think the other thing, too, and we talked about this before the show, was this is an opportunity for a guy like Dame Lillard who started to make a name for himself among casual basketball fans. He's always been a name in, in NBA, NBA fans, hardcore fans. Right. But Dame, Dame Lillard started to make a name for himself after hitting that shot and becoming a meme where he like was smiling and all his dudes were around him, and that, that kind of raised his profile. 
He plays on Team USA and dominates. Now he's a superstar. Now he's that big name. So t- you can utilize Team USA to leverage into bigger and better contracts and bigger and better endorsement deals and bigger, better name recognition. In uh, you know, people who are casual basketball fans are going to watch the Olympics. They're going to watch Team USA dominate against Spain. And if they see a name like Dame Lillard who comes out and balls out, they're going to be like, oh, I kind of like this dude. I'm going to watch this guy more. And now you've raised your profile. There are dudes that are missing out on an opportunity by skipping out on this. And I know right now it's not in vogue to to have pride in your country in this country. (laughs) But, I mean, just in general, like, show some pride, man. I like how weird. Thanks for making it weird. I, you know, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, right now, uh, not even really bragging about, yeah, I'm an American citizen, you know, isn't around the world that's not really all that great all right hard knocks has been (laughs) hard knocks episode two uh hard knocks episode two uh came out this week featured a lot of john gruden there was a lot of john gruden in this week's episode uh and it it made me come up with an idea somebody in a a sports group i was in posted a picture of philip rivers and somebody else and they were just like which one and i was like this is an open-ended question there is that I could pick either one of those guys depending on how the rest of this question comes out. So because John Gruden was so featured, I wanted to play the which one game with you. This is the first time we've ever played this game, Scott. Uh, and Jay, I want you to answer these questions as well. So what I'm going to do for this one, I'm going to ask you which one you have to pick between John Gruden or Jason Garrett, coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and then I will tell you if you are right or wrong based on your answer. So, Scott, I'll give it to you first. Which one, John Gruden or Jason Garrett? Jason Garrett. What are we even talking about? What are we looking at? Doesn't J- matter. Say a name. Jason Garrett or John Gruden? John Gruden. I guess just to be different from what he said. All right. Jay is correct because the question was, which one is more likely to talk to you at the urinal in the men's room? And that is hands down John Gruden. Mm. He would definitely be that guy be like, nice that talks to you. <laughs> hey, hey there, man. What you got, what you got working with there? Uh, which one, John Gruden or Jason Garrett? Scott. Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. John Gruden. John Gruden. Uh, Jason Garrett is the correct answer. Which one is more likely to still unironically rock a starter jacket of their team? And Jason Garrett would 100% rock the old kangaroo pouch starter doesn't it, jacket. Doesn't he still do that? I, say, I feel like he's just I feel like I that. saw I him do that recently. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's nothing about I'm pretty been, sure he did That's that. Mandela effect right there. It's just like, Jason Garrett does wear a starter jacket, right? Is it the old pullover like kangaroo Madden, pocket? Yeah, Madden Avatar has that on, like, on the sidelines in the, in the winter games. <laughs> Jam, I'm going to go to you first on this one. Which one, John Gruden or Jason Garrett? Um, Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. Uh, Scott? Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. Uh, both of you are correct. Which one is more likely to throw a stick in your bike spokes as a kid? And Jason Garrett would totally be that guy that just whips a stick in there because he seems like a little rat. Uh, all right. That's really the my, my entire thing theory for this is just going to be one of the questions is bigger douche and you're going to end up and I'm just going to keep answering until that's that's the correct answer. All right, well Garrett. which one? John Gruden or Jason Garrett? Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett? Uh John Gruden. Uh, John Gruden is the correct answer. Which one probably has a huge Barbie collection? John Gruden definitely has a Barbie collection. You know he likes to dress him up, comb the hair. Uh, he, he makes him dance with Ken. It gets really weird. Well, I was just going to say because I would think of Jason Garrett more as having a Ken collection myself. <laughs> That, that, that's why, you know, I, I would say that John Gruden is the correct answer to that. I feel like he'd have G.I. Joes, but like the original G.I. Joes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, the, the ones big that, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like, are weird. size ones. Yeah, yeah, I feel like he's into those. <laughs> the, ones, the ones that my dad saved because th- he thought they'd be worth money. Yeah, and they're like actually very dangerous. Like, this one explodes. <laughs> yeah. like, that's not good for kids. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, which one, John Gruden or Jason Garrett? Jay. Um, Jason Garrett. 
Jason Garrett. JG. Uh, yeah, Jason Garrett is the correct answer on this one because uh, the question is, which one probably was the lead singer in a ska band in high school called JG and the Horny Toads? Uh, and that was definitely Jason Garrett. Yeah. Uh, he was He was. I didn't up. even know that. I just I just happened to answer JG. <laughs> well, JG also is also John Gruden. So when you said that, oh. I was just like, we'll give it to you oh, on this okay. one. Well, I was going Garrett for all of my answers. So there you go. Letters. That's why I went with it. <laughs> Uh, They're tough. I know. That's right. It's weird. All right. Uh, Scott, which one? John Gruden or Jason Garrett? Jason Garrett. Jay? Uh, John Gruden. Uh, the answer is John, uh, Jason Garrett, which one plays Madden on easy so his team can win the Super Bowl, and that is definitely Jason Garrett. He <laughs> that's puts it the on only easy. way the Cowboys hey, win yep, the And Super he's Bowl. like, Dak's going to get it this time. All right. Last <laughs> question. Uh, which one? John Gruden or Jason Garrett? Scott? Jason Garrett. Jay? Jason Garrett. Uh, the answer, uh, this is a trick question. Uh, the answer is both. Which one is overrated? They both suck. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh, I was waiting it. for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you still missed it because it's both. Uh, but uh, <laughs> this no. has been Which right. One brought to you by my bookie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, if you guys want to gamble this year on football, go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code 12OUNCESPORTS. Get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Be sure to tune into all of the gambling shows right here on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Put that knowledge to practice on mybookie. Make sure to use the promo code 12OUNCESPORTS to get that bonus. You can find their banners and links everywhere on every page of the station site at www.12OUNCESPORTSRADIO.COM. Quick hitter time. Uh, yep, let's do it. Uh, go ahead and hit them quick hitters. All right. Pump we, up that music, Joe. We do this for all of our guests. Just answer the first thing that comes to your head as we okay. just run through these questions. Uh, starting out, plain cake donuts, yeah or nay? Nay. There you go. Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. Absolutely. Bat flips, yeah or nay? What? Bat flips. Oh, baseball. bat flips. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's where things get tricky. Uh, when you button a button-down shirt, do you button it from top down or bottom up? It's a button-up shirt, not a button-down shirt. It's a button-down shirt. For some reason, I feel like I start in the middle like a like a terrorist. I don't know. I just I just start where I'm at, and that then I've never like, been answered. Wait, I was gonna say we have, a, we, have a, we have a show first here yeah, in the middle of know. the shirt. I don't know. Someone just what? <laughs> Anarchy. Okay. Yeah. Anarchy. Okay, that's gonna be a little that weird. Just blew my mind. That right blew there. my mind. But this next one, if he finds a way to do that, uh, <laughs> we got even bigger questions because we want to know when you zip your pants, do you zip then button or button then zip? If you start in the middle, then we've got other questions. I feel like I'm inconsistent with that, but I feel like I'd like to say I zip and then button. There you go. That's the correct answer. Are IPAs just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, absolutely. Oh, God. Mm. You're never being a bad bag. Uh, <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Oh, my God, you are failing. <laughs> Nailed uh, that one. Nailed that one. Chicken wings. Uh, if you had the choice between the two, all drums or all flats? I'm a flats guy. Correct. <laughs> uh, pineapple pizza, yay or nay? It's fine. I wouldn't choose it, but it's fine. <laughs> if it's out there, I'll eat it. It's usually like someone's like, I got pineapple pizza. Like, I'll have a pizza. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I like pizza. Give yeah, it to me. I like pizza. <laughs> ultimately. And finally, Coke or Pepsi? Coke, there for sure. Go. Pepsi's for, is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Solid answers. Uh, well done. Jay. The middle there, you, you, you lost that. your way, kind of like buttoning your shirt. <laughs> sure, that's so <laughs> crazy. I, I don't know. It's just like start in the middle, and then I'm like, oh, do how many buttons do I need? I don't know. Is this even the right? Am I even lined up right? And then I just like yeah, it takes me a while to put on. That's because you start in the middle. He's constantly doing. Yeah, I'm like, this is wrong. Like I have to redo all this. Yeah. How did I just button the top to the bottom? Yeah. Just happened. All right. I want to do. 
quick uh, stories before we do our Would You Rather poll. So these are just headlines, real quick reaction to it. Conor McGregor apparently punched an old guy at a pub in Dublin for refusing to do a shot of proper, tw- proper 12. Is that on brand for Conor McGregor? Absolutely. Always punch old That's people. Fantastic. Yeah. Also, take the shot. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I that's the other said, thing. They said it was like 11 in the morning. The guy said, I don't want to take a shot of whiskey at 11 in the morning. And he, he said, Why? I'm He's carna- in Ireland. <laughs> Isn't that just like breakfast? That, I'm just saying that's what that it looked normal. That's what the people have deciphered from the video. And Scotland, he said, Ireland, I'm Conor McGregor. You drink my whiskey. Because I said, so I don't care what time it is. And the guy said, yeah. no, again, he denied it twice. Uh, he almost went for Jesus for the three denials. And instead, Conor McGregor just punched him in the face. Uh, Who turns down free booze? Mm, old guys in Ireland, apparently. Weird. Uh, UFC fight this weekend. Uh, Stipe and, and Cormier, too. Who you got in this one, Scott? Break it down real fast. Stipe. I'm going with Michael Stipe, too. Jay, who you got? I have literally no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't Neither either. do we. We're not very big uh, in the UFC. One, one, of, the no clue. one of the two. One of the two. Someone's going to win. Someone's going to lose. Well, do you want the champion to retain, or do you want the person to win back his belt that he uh. lost? The guy shouldn't have lost in the first place. Let him keep it lost. I don't know. He, there you go. So he had it and he Cormier. lost it. It's gone. Going for Cormier. I like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into Last Call. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, Last Call brought to you by Tavor. Just download that Tavor app. You, uh, If you're outside of Ohio, you can pick up Urban Artifact beers on Tavor. Uh, download the app now and use the code 258023 on the payments and credit screen. Before placing your first order, you're going to get $10 off your second. Stock up that beer fridge today with Tavor. Uh, last call also brought to you by more labs. Uh, drink one bottle of morning recovery while you're partying, bounce back quickly the next morning, guaranteed or your money back. Go to morelabs.com and use the code sports at checkout. You get 20% off your non-subscription purchase. They also just came out with their liquid focus. I tried it yesterday. Holy cow. Does that work? I was honed in after that stuff. No jitters, nothing, no crash. Yeah. There's something. <laughs> It's a sterling endorsement. endorsement. They're like, and we lost the endorsement. Yep, there we go. Uh, this is the last time Last Call is brought to you by More Labs because they're about to pull the sponsorship right after that. Uh, no, it worked It worked well for me. Morning it kept recovery me awake, works. that's for sure. And Morning Recovery works every time for me. So morning use Recovery that code. nails it. Uh, all right. This week, we drank Centerpiece was our main beer for this week. Uh, I think it's pretty clear that we are consuming this one. Like th- This was so good. Uh, it's excellent, but I got to be honest, this gadget, man. So I would put gadget over centerpiece. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I gotta yeah, put yeah, gadget yeah. over centerpiece. It's no, the juice. It's no, the juice. you're going centerpiece over gadget. Yep, I like mm. the pineapple over the raspberry and but, blackberry. But man, that pineapple. Yeah, the pineapple was was like solid. like you said earlier. It's what fruit you like. Better. Yeah, ultimately, that's it's true. Well, that's the thing though. Like. I like strawberries as my favorite fruit, but I would still choose this. And I think yeah, part- but you haven't had squeeze box, which is just a straight strawberry. No oh. pineapple to sully it. Got to try that. I feel like you'd like that box. probably better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, and, I you believe know I'm making a trip somewhere this weekend. <laughs> well, you know what else it is <laughs> about this, too? looking at squeeze box for next is week. These are all, like, kind of bitter fruits, the, the the blackberry and the raspberry. Like, they're right. not, like, really sweet fruits, like, inherently or whatever. Yeah. And so it actually just tastes more like the natural fruit because of that. Like, a fruit that's sweet that you took the sweetness away from, you know, you might lose that a little bit. Like, And maybe that's why I don't know if I, I don't taste the pineapple because pineapple's so sweet to me. Yeah. That I, you know, I just taste the strawberry, but this because I can taste each individual fruit. And I'm like, they all taste exactly how they taste when I just eat the. Fruit I think itself. what's more important here is we've now had three Urban Artifact beers during Sour Month, and we have not found one that we don't like. So Absolutely, that's the, that's so the bring on the pickle right now. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> Are you guys bring ready? on the pickle. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we'll, I only have Pocha. one. But we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get. We'll I figured get, you guys wouldn't want that much. Money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, this has been uh, last call. Brought to you by More Labs and by Tavor. 
Uh, let's do this uh, poll real quick, this Would You Rather poll. Uh, would you rather brag about taking a punch from Tyson and standing up to it or taking a roundhouse from Jean-Claude Van Damme and standing up to that one? Uh, I think we're all in agreement. Taking the punch. Taking the punch, yes, that's the way to go. Joe, how did this poll shake out? America has voted. 72% would brag about taking the punch from Mike Tyson. Yeah, that sounds about right. Dude, there's that's crazy. There's yeah. like the slightest pickle flavor. The the very slightest. That's amazing as well. Fantastic beer. Is it dill uh, or sweet pickle? It's uh, dill. Yeah, definitely dill. Yeah. Uh, None of man, that that's good. Baby sweet gherkin crap. <laughs> the worst pickles. Anybody who likes those are gross. Uh, Jay, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight, no man. Problem. Thank you for bringing some beers for us. Yeah. Uh, any social media you want to plug? Any Twitter, Instagram, anything like that? Um, you know, artifactbeer.com, um, Radio Artifact. We have uh, Bewilderfest, which I'll throw a little plug in. It's our music festival. We do it. This will be the fourth year we've done it. Uh, it's coming up August 23rd, 24th. Um, lots of uh, regional, national touring acts. Should be a pretty good time. That's awesome. Uh, be sure to check that out, everybody. Uh, and as always, you can follow along with the show at Craft B Sports. You can follow Scott at Scott K underscore Junior. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie Four. Follow me at Mike Berlon. Join the Facebook group. Uh, keep the show going in between shows. Lots of stuff going on in there. All kinds of crazy trash talk. We're changing. We're changing nights. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're changing we're, times. I forgot we were going to mention that tonight. Yeah. I said uh, during the outro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, September. We're going to move to Wednesday. Wednesday at eight p.m. Uh, is going to be the new day and time for the show. And we're doing a local show. Uh, there's going to be a local Local show also, so we're going to be two episodes of Craft Root Sports that are be coming out each week, starting in September. Uh, be sure to stick around for that. But follow the show for all of that information. Uh, stick around. I'm going to have to do a shot and then <laughs> get iced or some crap. So follow the show's Twitter for that, I guess. Uh, and also the Mia Khalifa tweets coming out. Great. I need a burger with this pickle. Beer. It's, it's <laughs> good. Yeah. It's yeah. good. I mean, we really we used to be a collaboration with Izzy's, the like Ruben, uh, so Ruben. Yeah. That, that makes pickles. sense. Pickles. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, Good thank you guys time. so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Peace. Cheers. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.